0: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Ron Ziegler from Pembroke Pines, Florida. I'm here with my beautiful wife, Brenda. Hello, everybody in Acreland. Today is a good day. Today is, uh, as everybody knows, it's Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Uh, Happy birthday, Mr. Lincoln in heaven. And uh, tomorrow, my grandmother's birthday would have been tomorrow. My mom's mom. Happy birthday, Grandma in heaven. Uh, Dorothy Donner in heaven. Happy birthday. Um, regarding recovery. Recovery is very important to me, as you know. I've been in recovery six years. No drinking whatsoever. An addict will only want help if he or she wants help. You cannot force them to go get help. You cannot interfere. It's called the prime directive. You cannot interfere. Uh The only time you can interfere is give them advice and show them the way that's all you can do. As far as I'm concerned in that area, I'm not a doctor. I can only give them advice on how to stay in recovery and be in recovery. I cannot force them to go anywhere to get treatment. That is solely up to the individual if they want to do so themselves. I'm only responsible as a person in AA to show them the way in the program. I get them the help they need by getting them a sponsor and they work the steps and they do the steps and the traditions and they follow the guidelines of AA. That's all I can do in AA in the program of recovery and just show them my walk and my recovery on how to do things in recovery. That is the only time I am responsible and also regarding medications that is the doctor's opinion. You need to read the doctor's opinion of AA. It's in the big book. Read the books of uh, chapter 139 and read the books on doctor's opinion. It will show you the way on on medications and how to use cowboy diplomacy in your medications. And I do just fine with that. And I I see a psychiatrist, I see a psychologist, and I work them out with my problems with them. And I do just fine. And I'm not responsible for anyone else's recovery but my own. And that is what I'm there for. I'm there just to be there for some support. And that's all I can do. I cannot be responsible for anyone else's recovery other than my own. And that's just the way it is in recovery. And if you need help, I will guide you. I will help you find a sponsor I will even work with you with the steps but as far as anything else goes that, and if you want professional help and treatment uh, I can only suggest programs for you to go into that's all I can do anything else on that okay and I, I am NOT responsible other than that and that is the reason of recovery I've been in recovery for a lot of years. I had eight years at one time. I slipped, went back out. I always used to say it was my mother-in-law's fault. (laughs) Because I'd blame her every time I went out for a drink. And uh, me and my wife had mental health problems and both mothers tried to separate us. Remember that, Brenda? When both mothers tried to separate us, you remember? Huh? yeah and they and they tried to separate us and god had other plans and here we are living together in in our uh her parents house and uh we're doing fine and i'll have six years in recovery and brenda's doing fine she we we were on xanax for a lot of years and xanax was a very bad demon um it's a very bad drug it's a narcotic and um I mixed it with alcohol and I became a very bad demon and it made my head spin and it caused me to fight with my wife and my wife would double dose on my Xanax plus hers and she would get extremely drunk off Xanax and when she took the drug it made her extremely crazy in an attitude of a mood swing and when she had her mood swing I'd have mine And it clashed, and we fought, and um, uh, terrible things happened during that time, and we hurt each other badly, and um, we regret what we put each other through, don't we? Didn't we? Yes. And I regret what I did to my wife, and my wife has forgiven me. However, the nightmares still exist, and I still have nightmares about what I put my wife through. And uh, I... I have a hard time forgiving myself. And I do have a friend out there using right now. And I gave her some uh, advice. It's up to her to follow it. It's up to her to get involved in the program that she needs to get involved with. I even gave her uh, my psychiatrist's phone number. I even gave her uh, my psychologist's phone number. It's up to her to make the call. I cannot force anyone to do anything and remember it is true addicts do lie addicts are liars so are people that claim to know the truth that is out there that is not out there are liars so the reality is if you're trying to force something on to someone else it's not going to fly right and it's going to go right out the window guaranteed i i love my wife very much and i'm in recovery if I fall short and go back out drinking again, I will I will lose my soul into the bottle of alcoholism. And I will stay in it and probably most likely die in the bar if I go back out. But I have no intentions of going out. I, the, in, the only thing I have to do is, is do what is expected of me in recovery and go to meetings and help other alcoholics stay in recovery. That's all I can do. I cannot force anyone to do anything that they do not want to do. The addicts will come to their own self be true by falling down on their knees. And when they fall down on their knees, they will learn the hard way. I fell very hard. And when you fall from grace and you have no grace, that is the time to pick yourself back up get off your booze and your drugs and go get some professional counseling and help. And that's what I did. And I've done it for six years now. I'm straight and sober and I'm feeling good about myself. I have a physical ailment. I'm dying of kidney renal failure, congenitive heart failure, and yet I'm still lingering on I'm here to help my wife before I go into the next world. I'm taking care of my wife, and I'm taking care of all my human affairs before I leave this earth. And I have to take care of a very special friend who's using out there who needs my help. And I have told her what to do and where to go to get the help she needs. It's on her shoulders, not mine. My shoulders was just to show her the way. And that's all I can do as a recovering alcoholic myself. I know what it's like to have pain like that. I know what it's like to, to have emotional pain. Pain that you cannot describe to another human being in your own flesh. Your flesh is eating at you and you, and you want to take that pain and you want to drink. And you want to use to excess. And you can't. You can't do it anymore because you want to die. You just want to die and go on to hell or to heaven or in between. Because the pain is so grief stricken. You can't live with yourself. And that's when people need to cry out for God for help. And get the professional help they need. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a person in recovery trying to show you the way. And that's all I'm there for, is to show you the way. And that's what a recovering alcoholic does. They don't control you. They don't nominate you. They don't force you. They show you. They encourage you. They give you words of wisdom, knowledge of what they've been through in life regarding alcoholism and drug addiction and drug use. I know I was there. I was ashamed of my sexuality, being bisexual. I was ashamed of what people would think of me if they found out I wore women's underwear as a result of my sexual abuse. I was in a gay relationship for years before I even met my wife. How about that? I never told anybody my secret love affair I had years ago because I was ashamed of it. It was against my Christian faith uh, that didn't want anyone to know about my sexuality. I kept it hidden for many years. And then I started going to a church called MCC Sunshine Cathedral in Fort Lauderdale, and I talked to a pastor out there. He's in heaven now, Lynn Ford. Wonderful pastor to know. He was a great human being. I would joke with him, and he would joke back with me, and and he and he sat and he and he sympathized with me. And I told him what I went through as an alcoholic, and he he put his hand on my chest and he said God loves you Ron as a child of God and we are children of God no matter who we are great or small black white or yellow we're all children of God in the image of God there go me myself and I to help someone else in recovery and I do want to help my beautiful friend I just have to show her the way that's all I can do as a human individual with my own human frailties, I'm failing in my health. But in the reality, I have recovery. I will die sober and face my Father in Heaven, our Father in Heaven, sober. Not drunk. Uh, I met many people who went to God drunk as a result of their behaviors. And they died in such painful ways. It was so Sickening to see that happen and the reality of mental illness untreated. (laughs) And my illness is being treated. I have mental illness. I suffer from bipolar schizoaffect. I'm not afraid to tell the world who I am or what I am. I'm not afraid to tell you who I've been with or what I've been through. I can tell you everything about me, and I don't care whether you like me or not. It's my story. It's my recovery. It's my life. It is what I have been through as an individual with human evolution of my soul. There go me, myself, and I. I fight with God daily. I cuss him out daily. Oh, I cuss God out all the time. And he still loves me. Now, that's fucking funny. And uh, I'll tell you something. He can throw me to the wolves and he has and I survived and God protected me during that time and he gave me his grace. I'm still alive after six months of no dialysis going on seven months now and I'm okay except for the bloating and the muscle spasms. I have severe muscle spasms to where I I basically wet myself (laughs) and uh, my wife gets mad because she has to Sometimes wash the sheets because I liquidate myself. But uh, as a reality out there in recovery, recovery is very important to me. If your soul is in dire straits, get some professional help. Get some counseling, I beg you. As one consumer to another, get some professional counseling. See a psychologist. Stop the drug use. Stop the alcohol use. You can do it. I have faith in you. That's what they show you in AA. And they're supposed to show you the 12 steps. The first step is to admit you you have a problem with alcohol. And then the second and then the third. Ask God for help. Wisdom. To know the difference. Courage to change the things I can when I cannot. Be real with yourself. Be true to the reality of your human heart. Live for yourself. I'm living right now for Ron Ziegler because I want Ron Ziegler to live a normal life. Even the condition of mental health, there go me, myself, and I. Yes, it's damning. I hate it. I hate my sexuality. I fight it daily. I love my wife. I've been with her 23 years in August. I, I met her and I had a girlfriend before her and I was with her for eight years and I, f- I found her family, uh, yesterday, spoke to her brother and her brother is going to contact her today and hopefully, uh, set up a meeting with the family and her and, and me and Brenda go see her because Brenda and her became friends. Remember? Remember Christine? Yes. You liked Christine, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, you both had blue eyes and you both are Pisces. I fell in love with two fishies. <laughs> uh, the Virgo and the fish. And, uh, I'm, I have human frailties, everyone. I'm, I'm a human being that's been beat up so badly that I still found time to have someone love me. And I'm well blessed. I have blessed insurance today. Even with mental illness, I have someone that wants to love me. You know, that's a miracle. I'm a miracle. By God's grace, I'm a miracle. And so is my wife. There was times where we didn't think we'd have either but anyone love us because we were so brokenhearted with mental health. My wife had severe schizophrenia and panic attacks. And now that she's being treated and on the proper treatment with cowboy diplomacy of her medication, she's doing fine. Are you doing fine on your meds? Yes. Do you like your medicine? Yes, I'm doing good on my medication. Does it help you with your schizophrenia? Yes. Do you like your doctors? Yes. Yeah, your doctors have been good to you for years. How long have you had your doctor? I've had my psychiatrist for about seven years. Yeah, and he's been very good to you, hasn't he? Yep, and I have my medical doctor for about ten so my really wife is good. my wife is doing good, and uh, she loves her doctors. And when we got married, she goes, "Should I go to your doctors?" I said, "Nope, you stay with yours, and I stay with mine." Yeah. <clears throat> now we have the same. Uh, now we have the same bank. That's the only thing that we have with us is the same bank account, <laughs> which is good. And I love my wife very much. And I could have lived a gay lifestyle, but I chose to find a partner that I wanted to be with, and I wanted Brenda. And it took uh, 22 years for her to say, I do. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yeah. And um, her mom had a deep-rooted hatred towards me, but towards the end, the night she made peace with me, didn't she? Yeah, she called the AA room and asked me to take care of her daughter. And I made that promise, and I'm keeping it for her. So I, I'm, I'm glad that my enemies are my footstool, and they'll always be in my footstool. And I'll always have my recovery. I will never drink again, no matter the condition of what I go through. On my deathbed, I will go and meet my Father in Heaven, give Him a hug, and say thank you for a good life because he gave me a good life. He gave me a beautiful wife I have for 22 years. I love her with all my heart. She's right here next to me, so she knows. And I have these beautiful nurses that come over during the day and hospice nurses that care for me and help my wife keep the house clean and and keep me clean. And and, um, I'm glad I have that. And thank you to Dr. Don for hooking me up with the Dream Foundation where I'm able to meet some very important people soon. I just got a text from my doctor that some people are going to be contacting me soon. He goes, I'll surprise you when they call you. And um, I got one doctor coming over today. He's bringing his girlfriend over. and We're going to watch the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die, with Daniel Craig. And then we're going to hang out, and um, he's going to borrow the John Schneider movies that I got, Poker Run and Stand on it, and um, it's a, a remake of the Smokey and the Bandit, which is pretty good. John Schneider did a fantastic job on those series. I like the chase scenes; the chase scenes are pretty funny, and uh, <coughs> meeting my actors. And my heroes and my actresses has always been my long-life dream. And I'm fulfilling it through the Dream Foundation. Thank you to the Dream Foundation. And now some of them uh, from the Dream Foundation are now listening to my podcast. So thank you. And a shout-out to my beautiful friend and lady from MASH, Loretta Swit. God bless you. And thank you for supporting me on Twitter you and Alan Alda, uh, both beautiful actors that care about me. And uh, MASH has always been one of my favorite shows next to Star Trek. And uh, MASH gave me my cowboy diplomacy and mental health. And Star Trek gave me my humanity and the dignity of my human spirit. And I told Bob Picardo that last week. And I'm still waiting to hear from him, so he, he'll probably give me a shout-out this week, see how I'm doing. He's very cool to talk to. He's the doctor on Star Trek Voyager, and he's my friend. And Brent Spiner. I met Brent Spiner through Kim Roddenberry. And Kim told me I'm expected to meet more people soon and maybe have a conversation with George Takei, my friend Sulu. And, uh, William Shatner may, may surprise his role and give me a shout out too. And thank you to all the wonderful people out there that care about me. A filthy rag like myself in mental health. I'm very grateful for you all wanting to know somebody like me. If you're suicidal and you need help, call 1-800-SUICIDE or 211 for help. And 211 for help does help. Uh, They are more alert now to the situations now. Uh, You call them up, you tell them you're in dire straits, they'll come right out. Uh, They got a new program out there now. And that's also, you can call 311 as well. And the reality is you're responsible for your own recovery and you're responsible to get on your knees and ask God for help. And if you don't believe in God, ask your human heart for help and and soul search your human spirit and find your reality of your human spirit and the reality of mental health. There go me, myself, and I. Have a great day. Have a beautiful day today. It's a nice day today, and uh, I'm going to go enjoy my time with my doctor and his girlfriend and my wife. We're going to go watch our new James Bond movie. Daniel Craig's last movie. And I'm, I wish they'd quit killing off my heroes. First Dexter and now James Bond. That sucks, man. Now I gotta go find a new psychologist with Dexter. Anyway, anyway, um, I, I look forward to my Silence of the Lambs movies that I got coming in the mail too. I ordered all the Silence of the Lambs movies. I'm an Anthony Hopkins fan too. So, anyway, thank you very much and for tuning in, everyone, and have a great day.